Welcome to Strength in the Numbers. My name is Andrew Codd, accountant, author, and commercial finance entrepreneur. And it's my job each week to bring you leaders in finance and business and deconstruct with them their real stories, insights, and hard-won lessons into practical advice on the key strengths and qualities you need to remain relevant in accounting and finance today, as well as the steps you can begin to take to elevate the impact you make to have a fun, successful, and rewarding career in accounting and finance. Now let's go over to the show. Hi everyone and welcome to the Strength in the Numbers show and this week's guest mentor is Dr. Noel Tago who's had a career spanning practice, industry and more recently academia but don't mistake Noel for getting caught in academics, he's actually quite engaged in our profession where Noel is Executive Vice President Academics at AICPA and that's why we've had to spread this show over two episodes. Now this is the second part of our conversation with Noel and in it we cover why connectivity is key why we need to connect more with others, and also the importance of like having these dynamic ecosystems when we're doing so, so we can start adding more value to our businesses. Also advice around the six A's of success for accountants and finance professionals. This uh, idea that's also been mentioned previously by other mentors around giving to get, and how that ties in with the fundamental rule of net present value, MPV, and our accounting profession, which again is a really interesting way of looking at what we do in terms of providing value for society. And also, maybe maybe we don't think about it enough, the surprising resources available to us and the way to get the right resources and something that Noel recommends we go do. So again, loads more value in this episode. If you want to check out the show notes, you can find them at sitnshow.com slash podcast slash 088. And remember, if you've enjoyed the episode, please let your friends and colleagues know. We're on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud and YouTube. So, as always, really appreciate your support getting the word out there. And now, without further ado, over to Noel and the show. Yep, definitely, completely agree. I, I love, by the way, I love the WhatsApp exam, example because with technology, sometimes there's no escaping, <laughs> there's no hiding. But it's a great way to provide value like you did there now for your son. But, uh, but also, if we use it to our own advantage, provide, uh, amp that up, so to say, provide value exactly. flow to people. And I completely agree with you, Noel. I think it's a great opportunity to connect and educate. Exactly. I mean, look, exactly. look, at this, um, look at this podcast. I mean, I believe education is a way of leading, leading stuff out, uh, out from people, you know, going back exactly. to the Latin roots, right? So this podcast, when you mentioned fear earlier, you know, like, uh, so I was quite fearful of reaching out and looking for mentors and getting advice off of them this podcast you know helps people see just over the fence a little bit easier realizes that it's not two paths you know this failure success thing it just shows them what the path potentially looks like reduces some of the fear and allows people to act a bit faster with a bit more confidence and and yeah. on that journey you're going to be connecting with people so well exactly exactly you know. exactly and, and and connectivity is key i mean uh, in fact in, now more than ever before both yeah. individuals and organizations need to connect uh, together. And so the whole world of ecosystems uh, has become quite exciting for me in the kind of work that I'm doing. And the need for that is, is just simple. Yeah. Things are changing too fast yeah. for just one person or one organization to keep up with it. So you need to enter into partnerships so different people do different things. And that's how you can carefully select your ecosystem or the network that you have to help you navigate through these things and the membership and the, the interactions and the rules in those networks will have to be dynamic to make sure that it helps you to navigate where you want to go. 
I, you know, I, you know, it's interesting actually. Like, you just prompted something in my in my mind there, and all right. So it's on the other side of this connectivity is disengagement. We hear a lot about it. Like, yeah. how do we how do we make sure? Like, I mean, why does that happen in your mind, or how do we stop it happening? Well, I think, I think uh, sometimes so, so. Sometimes it is fear. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and and often it's the fear of the unknown or the fear of the other. Uh, you know. So don't know. I simply don't know what is going to happen, and fear paralyzes me. Paralyzes, so I, yeah. I, I engage. So, and disengagement, if you like, is a risk management tool. It's that's how I manage. It's, it's typically it risk is. avoidance. It is risk avoidance. Exactly. Yeah. So, 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 so that is that. And risk avoidance can help sometimes. So sometimes it's useful to disengage, to refresh, to have a look at this this thing. But you cannot disengage completely. Yeah. Because I mean, whether you are there or not. Uh, you disengage or not, it's uh, it's there. I mean, if, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I'd also that I did some work on the interface between theology and philosophy and, and economics and accounting. Uh, and one of the things I came across, I mean, just as St. Paul talked about the fact that uh, in, 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 in a body, uh, you have different parts interacting together. Mm-hmm. If one part of the body says it doesn't belong to the body, it does, that doesn't make it not belong to the body. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it cuts itself off, and if it cuts itself off, it's likely to die. In terms of that, you know, so so sometimes it might be inactive. Mm-hmm. You know, so the kind of disengagement I think of is being inactive for a while, and then coming in because sometimes being inactive enables you to reflect, recharge, and be of of, of use uh, in there. But we, we've got to engage because. The very survival of our organisations and of us as human beings depends on that. Yeah, definitely. And and I, you know, like I don't know about you, but I just have a fundamental feeling that human beings were wired for connection, amongst other things. Exactly. And also, you know, meaningful yeah. value and so on. But but no, amazing well, advice. Exactly. Amazing, amazing exactly. advice. As so um. Exactly. So I'm curious, I'm curious now. So like you've been giving us great advice. Um, what's been the best bit of advice you've ever received? Uh, so uh, a couple of uh, uh, things, but the, the one that stands to, uh, sticks to uh, me is uh, the whole notion of, well, I'll give two, but they are related. Uh, one was to say, do not accept things as they are. Always seek to change. And so the one who gave me the advice said, we all have a heritage, okay, but we, we have to leave a legacy. And your her- the legacy you leave becomes somebody's her- heritage. Now, if your heritage is the same as your legacy, you've made no improvement. What's your use in coming in there? So, what the person then said is that pick your heritage. There are some things that won't be relevant to your circumstances. Drop them and improve upon them, and hand over something to some somebody. So. You pick a heritage, you develop it, and then it becomes a legacy that is valuable to somebody. That's one of the best advice. The second one that I received is, I, I, for a long while, I, I, I normally didn't want any restraint and control at all. I just want to run one. And somebody <laughs> said to me this. He said to me, you've got to find a balance between uh, some form of control over your life and uh, innovation and uh, and this was uh, an automotive engineer 
Mm. And this conversation took place in Detroit. And he asked me this question. He says, no, which car would you drive fast? A car? So he, he, first of all, let me backtrack. He said, uh, if you take a car, the accelerator is freedom. Right. You do whatever you do. Yeah. The brake is constraint. Then he said to me, which car would you drive fast? A car without a brake or a car with a brake? And I said, of course, I, I'll drive a car with a brake very fast. Because yeah. I know if anything is happening, the brake will stop. Yeah. If the car has no brake, I wouldn't drive very fast at all. Yeah. And it says, exactly. The purpose of a brake in a car is to liberate you, to be able to drive as fast as you want, because you know that if you need a brake, it is there. Yeah. And it says that if you have a teaching control system, the purpose of control systems is to unleash innovation in you. Yeah. Without controls, your innovations would end up nowhere. You'll go in any and every direction. It has to be channeled. And that is that. And that for me was the best advice. The example of a brake and the accelerator in a car. That's so that vivid. That's so vivid. And it's so relevant to finance professionals and all the work we do around exactly. compliance and controls. Exactly. Once we do exactly. that, then we can liberate the business for sustained profitable growth. Exactly. You know, it's a good exactly. foundation. Exactly. And and also personally as well, no, it's really, really great, great story. I'm delighted you shared that with us, Noel. And um, I suppose, you know, you wouldn't have come across that if you hadn't got out there and connected with people to share that. Exactly. And it's, it, well, that's the point. Once you connect to people, you connect into their stories. Yeah. You connect into uh, their lives. You connect into their language. You connect into the kind of logic yeah. uh, that they use. You connect into their experiences and, and, and things like that. And, and then... You kind of wonder, you almost become like them. So you have multiple identities that you call upon at different points in time in order to, uh, to connect. And life becomes a variety you know, uh, of things. You never be bored. Yeah, never be bored. Yeah, that's why I, I love finance and accounting so much. So, uh, <laughs> so <thanks. laughs> I think we both do for that. So, uh, so, so no, look, um, just thinking about sort of uh, resources perhaps that uh, you you know you maybe recommend or you've probably got loads in mind but you know is there maybe one or two our audience could go check out and and benefit from so i, I would say that this is a this is a time in the world where uh resources are hugely available uh to us uh and uh i mean most people use google uh, but i say to people the first uh place you go for resources is your friends and your colleagues. What are you reading? What new have you found out? And pick uh, some of them. Personally, I, I tend to uh, look at uh, people who uh, areas of interest to, to me and then approach people who are in that area for resources. And I, I do a lot of free resources, by the way. I mean, it's simply. So in my work, in, uh, in, in business and accounting, McKinsey's uh, have a lot of free resources, maximum seven pages, mostly five pages. There are some reports that are several pages. I pick on that. I mean, for most accountants, their professional bodies are a huge source of resources uh, over there. At SEMA, we produce a lot of resources and we aim the resources at the people at different stages of their career or not. Everybody, uh, has lives in a town where there's a university of a kind over there. You know, they generate a lot of knowledge. Uh, use that, and I'm talking. All of these things are free resources uh, that you have. But the thing about resources is this: if you don't, do, if you see, we are resourceful oh, ourselves. Yeah, exactly. We generate 
we generate resources. Okay. Now, uh, and in this world, if you if you put the resources that you have out there, it attracts comments from other people who then begin to place their resources in front of you. Yeah, exactly. You know, so the, the key thing I say to people is that get active on LinkedIn, get active on different types of social forums. Because as and place your resources over there, and don't mind what the quality of the results is. Oh, completely. That, that's so true. Exactly. And then it will start attracting resources uh, to yourself. And in particular, as people get to know you, they'll attract resources. And I'll just give you one example, one small example. There was a time I was doing work on the slave trade. I wanted to understand the economics of the slave trade mm-hmm. and uh, what it meant for the three corners of the slave trade, so the Europe, the Americas, and Africa. Now, at a conservative estimate, there were about 15 million slaves moved. Now, because slaves were dutiable goods at the time, what I had to do was then to go through records in order to be able to find uh, the uh, where ships left Europe, mm-hmm. what they brought, uh, what they had, Dutiable, they had the, the value of it, what they dropped in Africa because customs duties were there, who, how many people they picked, where they landed in the Americas, the value of the people they had, what they took from the Americas, etc. And that was going to take me about two years to do that. I, w- I was quite interested because I had yeah. to go to France uh, and uh, Portugal, etc., to do a few things. I gave a seminar at Oxford and talked about that. And there was this guy who was there who thought, what a stupid thing to do. What, are you, what do you think you're going to get gain out of it? But we, we, in a in typical academic fashion, we had a good argument. <laughs> Two days after, I received a CD that had all the data that I needed. And why? where did I receive it from? I think I received it from Cambridge University, work that they had done with Harvard University. And this guy who had been debating me re- remembered that somebody at Harvard had done work based on similar data. So you call the person and says, well, no one wants to do this work. I remember you did, you have this kind of data. Do you still have this? Say, yeah, yeah, uh, It's with Cambridge University and Cambridge University gave it to me. What would have taken me two years? I got it in two days. Yeah. That is, and, and so it's a power of network, putting yourself out there, and then you attract the resources. That is, that's a, the biggest advice I can give in terms of resources. Yeah, that is actually, and actually that's being very resourceful as well, funny enough. That comes back exactly. to the exponential factor you were mentioning earlier. Exactly. Well, that, that's the point, you know, and you, you don't give, you don't get. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Actually, that was one of my favorite expressions so far on the, the, the podcast we've been doing so far is amount of people in finance accounting, you know, giving to get. You know, you give first, yes. you'll get back exactly. more probably. Well, exactly. So, so exactly. I, 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 but, but that's the rule of accounting. The rule of accounting is balance. Yeah. Oh. You know, it is it is proportionality, <laughs> balance, you know. And you balance and and, and you know, people study NPV, etc., and and they, 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 they leave it. And it's it's not within their life. You know, but think about the whole notion of what we do in work. We say to organizations, you invest something upfront and then you reap from it over a period of time. And if you've invested wisely, you reap more than you've invested. Yeah. And therefore, you get a net present value out of that. 
And why can't we apply it to our lives? It's, it's the same thing. The same. I, I want to receive resources. I, I, I invest some resources into there. Yeah. And that's going to be upfront. How much I'll get is uncertain. That's okay. We, we all deal with uncertainty every time and then we bring things back. Yeah, I, yeah see that I do that. I love that thing about the, the role that we play as finance professionals in companies and, and in industry and, and, and again in academia as well. We're, we are everywhere. It's just looking for those asymmetries and then finding balance and then that's exactly. delivering that net present value. And again, the great thing is what we see there, we can sort of relate to our own lives a lot as well. So exactly. So, exactly. so no, that, no, that's brilliant. Look, I've really enjoyed this conversation. I know you've got a hard stop. Um, should any of our audience wish to connect with you, where, where's the best place to do that at? Uh, so uh, I think it's uh, uh, LinkedIn is a good enough place, first of all, and then we can start conversations and then uh, it moves from there. But, but let, let me just say a few things yeah. uh, in closing for me, yeah. uh, which I, I've, uh, I, I use uh, particularly in my work with uh, deprived, uh, kids from deprived background. Uh, I talk to them about uh, the six A's of success, and let me just run through them very quickly. Yeah, sure. three. Uh, the first one is uh, that you must have an anchor of a kind. You know, no, if you don't have an anchor, you, you would be, you drift back and forth. And for me, an anchor is, is your purpose and the moral foundation that you have. The very thing that defines who you are. Spend some time to think about who am I? Who am I? What is it that, that makes me what I am? What is it uh, that is my moral foundation? Those are the things that define you. It, it's often not your work. And so if you lose your job, it, you come to that foundation, exercise your foundation. So that's the first thing. The second A is ambition. I say to people, be ambitious com completely and have big dreams. You know, I'm not talking about plans. I'm talking about dreams. You know, and I say to the kids, uh, if you listen to Martin Luther King, mm. uh, this uh, 1963 address, he talked about, I have a dream and I have a dream and I have a dream. And dreams inspire us. I mean, who would you inspire if you say, I have a plan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You don't inspire anybody. Yeah. It's got to be big dreams uh, over there. I'll come back to plans later. Plans have a role yes. in the fulfillment of dreams, yeah. but have a big dream. So that's the second A. The third A for me is that it must be matched by ability. Because otherwise, it's just a dream. You won't achieve it. And often, if you don't have the ability, you might even turn to a nightmare. And I've talked about ability already. Your ability today, your ability tomorrow, so current and present ability, the ability of the network of people that you join into, and uh, and that's their ability today and their ability tomorrow. So you, you build a coalition of people to help you to realize the dream. Don't do it alone. And don't only rely on what you know today. You can build up yourself to know to. So if you like the third A is ability. The fourth uh, A uh, is uh, uh, what you call, I'll call awareness. So it is self-awareness. Be aware of who you are. You know, yourself, I'll keep looking at yourself. I mean, it was uh, my favorite philosopher, Socrates, who said that the unexamined life is worth, not worth living. You know, so spend some time being aware of yourself. But also be aware of others and be aware of situations because it's in with others and situations combined with yourself that opportunities and risks arise. Our old SWOT analysis that we do for organization is an awareness of the organization's own strengths and weaknesses, and awareness of the other, the opportunities and threats that are 
Definitely. Why can't we do it for our lives? So it's awareness, if you like, is the fourth A. The fifth A is your attitude. Now, um, someone said that a, a bad attitude is like a flat tire. It will get you nowhere. And so good attitude is, you've got to have a good attitude. In my, in my world, at least there are three H's that define attitude. One is honesty. You, you've got to be brutally honest with yourself. Yes. Uh, you, know, uh, you can lie to anybody you want to lie to. Once you start lying to yourself, we're going to get you to the psychiatric hospital. You cross over. <laughs> yeah. you, you shouldn't be able brutally honest with yourself, brutally honest with other people because it attracts uh, good people to you. Secondly, once you're honest with yourself, you know your weaknesses, etc., and then you can address them. You address them by hard work. Yes. You know, hard work never kill, killed anybody. And that is discipline and commitment. And, and hard work can be exciting. You know, I mean, yeah. for me, dancing is hard work. It can be exciting. <laughs> Playing football is hard work. Yeah. It can also be exciting. exciting. So hard work and excitement are not polar opposites. And then the third age under attitude for me, uh, well, I wouldn't call it age. Uh, let me not call it age. But I would call it passion. You know, your heart must be in what you're doing. If your heart is in it, it will draw people to you. So notice I said that you need people to help you achieve your dreams. So, and if you're passionate about something, oh, passion is infectious. Yes, yes. So you draw people uh, to yourself in terms of that. So if you have the passion, the honesty, and the hard work, that's the attitude that you have. That's the fifth uh, uh, A. The last A is action. Just do it, okay. like do you would say. Just do it. You know, you can talk, 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 do it. You know, and... Uh, you know, some people are afraid of doing. You know, if you are going to do, then it means you have to plan. So that's where planning comes in. So because if you start with planning first, it limits your horizon. But planning helps you to achieve a big dream and plan for the action and things like that. Would you fail? Yes, you fail many times. Yeah. But that's, that comes into what we've talked about in terms of success and failure. You know, and I, I leave uh, uh, your 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 viewers and listeners uh, with a quote. Um, it's a speech given by uh, uh, Theodore Roosevelt in uh, uh, Paris. Uh, okay. And uh, mostly you will see that the relevant uh, passage or the relevant uh, uh, paragraph is called the man in the arena. You know, so uh, if you Google man in the arena, it will uh, give it to you. But uh, the, the whole speech is about 12 pages is called the role of a citizen in a in a republic uh and he spoke about it in 1910 in paris but the money in the arena stuff he says he kind of said look hey i mean he doesn't care about critics who sit down not doing anything but the man that he respects is a man who gets his hands dirty and does things who knows sweat and toil gets dirty and things like that and enjoys success in that but even if he fails he knows that he has tried and he has laid it all over there and he has no regrets about what could happen. What I say to people in terms of pursuit of our dreams is just do it. You know, you will fail sometimes and you might never achieve any of the things that you set out to do. But I say to people, if I uh, give myself a target, let me use monetary terms because I'm, uh, I'm an adult. <laughs> Somebody say, uh, and decides that they'll give themselves a low target and says, well, I, I want to achieve 10 million and they achieve 15 million. 
they'll be told they've overachieved. And they're happy with that. And I say, I want to achieve 100 million, but I achieved 90 million. The world will say, have underachieved. Yeah, yeah. Which one of us has more money? He has 50 million. <laughs> and he says he's overachieved. I have 90 million. You say I've underachieved. But I have 75 million more than he has. <laughs> yeah. you know? So I'm kind of saying, just aim high. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And, and work towards it. Your passion, your honesty, your hard work will see you through. That's a good attitude. And that's what I'll leave with the people. So your anchor, your ambition, <clears throat> your uh, ability, your awareness, your uh, uh, this thing, uh, uh, attitude, and then action. your action would see you through. That's what I'll leave uh, with your that, listeners. That is an, that's an amazing, wow, amazing closing thoughts there, Noel. So look, you've been a, a great guest. Um, we brought a great fun discussion what a great conversation and uh, look uh, really again thanks again for for taking the time with us and sharing those insights and helping us build our strength in the numbers so no thanks so much for coming on the show and thanks thanks very much for having me and all the best so there you have it hope you enjoyed today's show if you'd like to know more about our guests today, their bio, and follow up on the resources mentioned during the show, you can find all the relevant links and more at sitnshow.com. There you'll also be able to get access to earlier shows, read the latest blogs. There's also an opportunity to subscribe to our newsletter, which will give you heads up as to when the next show is coming out, latest events, news, and anything that's going to be relevant to help you have a fun, rewarding, and successful career in finance and accounting. And just before you go, we really appreciate your feedback. If there's something we can do better on the show, something that's not working, or something you'd like to see, even a guest you'd like for us to invite onto the show, someone who you think might be able to benefit you more and also the rest of our community, please let me know. You can email me. I'm at andrew at sitnshow.com or feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Just drop me a message so I know how you found me and we can connect. And really, it's our community that will make the show. If we keep engaging and driving each other on, we'll keep on building our strength in the numbers. When all is said and done, if we can do the numbers better and finance better, we'll create more opportunities for ourselves, our friends, our families, our communities and our businesses. So until next time, have a good rest of the week. Take care and let's keep building our strength in the numbers.